Hi everyone, welcome back to Beyond the Blue. I'm Nathan. My name is Jermaine, and we have a special guest. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi everyone, I'm Andrew. I am currently the level 4 flight commander, and I also participate in effective speaking. Uh, I'm honored to be here today. Awesome. So, like he said, he's, his name's Andrew, and today we're going to talk about drill, and how drill is very awesome and how mentorship can be seen through the drill portion of cadets yeah awesome so i guess um i can start off i want to know what your first impression of drill was like how did you kind of get introduced to it and you know um implement that into your career um so drill <clears throat> when i saw when i first saw people do drill as a 12-year-old kid in Winnipeg, I thought it was pretty intimidating, like almost everyone else thought. Uh, but I thought it was kind of cool, and when we actually started doing it, I thought it was pretty fun. Since then, I've uh, participated in flag party for a few years, where we do a lot of flag party drill, and then I attended the drill and ceremonial instructor course, where we do a lot of drill. And so I'd say that uh, it's a big part of that I've become today. I think it's fun. Awesome. So, what about drill seemed uh, frightening when you first joined? Uh, well, first of all, I was confused. Like, when I saw people doing drill at first, I didn't know what cadets was. So, I was just like, why are they so silent? Like, why, why do they look so weird? Like, everyone's like, with a straight face, they're not moving at all. I'm just like, guys, I didn't understand what was going on. And so I guess that uncertainty kind of intimidated me. But after I learned what it was, and after we got to do some drill with everyone else, I thought it was pretty cool. So um, when it comes to drill, um, did you... Because I know, um, at least in 918, you were able to kind of like establish yourself as like a drill cadet. But uh, did you always see yourself uh, doing drill, or did you have maybe some other plans in mind when you joined the program? Because um, I, I guess uh, for me, like when I when I joined uh, their cadet program, I kind of thought I was gonna be an aviation cadet through and through. But obviously, that kind of changed. Yeah. So my plans did change a little bit. So when I first joined cadets, I joined the drill team at my first squadron in Winnipeg, Manitoba, 199 St. Vital Squadron. And I <clears throat> I immediately liked it because I thought it was really cool and everyone was making loud noises in sync and uh, we were all sweating and we were all trying really hard. So I thought that was cool. So I saw myself doing drill for the rest of my cadet career when I was in level one. And when I got to level two, I thought aviation was pretty cool. So. Uh, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to go into basic aviation, advanced aviation, lighter, power, and then uh, wherever else life takes me. Then I didn't get into advanced aviation. No, I got into basic aviation. And then the year after that, I didn't get into advanced aviation. So I got back into drill 
and that's when I got into uh, drill ceremonial instructor course, and then I sort of became a drill person. I was a drill person, and then an aviation person, and then sort of became more of a drill person again. But this year, I went for the power pilot training course, so I guess I'm sort of switching between the two worlds. Yeah, he can do both. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so you mentioned that you were uh, like party commander. Uh, how did your leadership skills change through that? Mm. So, as a flag party commander. Here's the thing, I didn't do very well as a flag party commander. I wasn't very consistent with my leadership, and I was very distracted by other stuff. And so I wouldn't say that I was the best flag party commander, but a few things that I did learn from it were that you need to focus on the needs of your followers. And that's something that's not something that I did throughout the entire year. I also learned that communication, uh, although it's not very hard, it is very important. For example, uh, I made a change to the flag party sequence, I should have informed the chief. And all that takes is just uh, coming up to the chief and telling them about the change you made. It's not hard, but you have to do it because they need to know what's going on. So I'd say that learning from my failures as a flag party commander has helped me to become um, more reliable uh, flight sergeant and flight commander, hopefully. Oh. Uh, I'd say, yeah, it did help me become a better leader to the failures I went through. Well, compared to, like, teaching classes on a weekly basis, is um, commanding a drill team any, like, or a flight party any different compared to class? In, like, what way? Mm, I'd say, overall, it's different, but there is a bit of teaching involved. So usually when the flag party starts or during flag party practices, you need to teach your cadets drill, right? Flag party drill, and you need to improve your flag party's drill. So there is a lot of instruction involved. But it's also a little bit different because usually as a cadet instructor, you're teaching like at least 10 people, right? At, at least in our squadron. Uh, and the class can be as large as 30. But in a flag party, there's only around five or six other people that you're teaching. So the teaching style is very different and you're more able to uh, you're more able to meet your followers needs I only need to check up on five people rather than having to check up on 30 people right overall I'd say that <clears throat> being a flag party is a flag party commander is a little bit repetitive and that's not in a bad way but it just means that you don't have to think of something new every single time just like you would as a cadet instructor, because the trade sequence doesn't change very often. Yeah. Uh, do you do you, do you think that you miss flag party? Um. Yeah. I flag party was cool. Um. I miss just being in a small team. I thought that was nice because then you get to spend longer time with a smaller group of people and you get to know them a little bit better. But. I, I enjoy my role now because, again, I have my flight staff that are a smaller team. And we're also helping a larger group of people. So, yeah. 
<laughs> Speaking of flight staff, me and Flight Sergeant On used to um, help the level fours. I was a section leader, and he was recently to IC. But there's been a lot of changes. Um, yeah. Um, <clears throat> for example, I was moved to Cyclone Flight, and he is now the flight commander of level fours. So a lot of changing. And I really do think that given your dynamic, like within the cadet program, moving from aviation to drill and, you know, other parade positions as well. I, I think that's going to help you. I think it'll certainly help me um, being able to learn under him. Um, so, yeah. What types of things do you think that you can, like, use to help you within your new position? Um... I think when I was studying for the power pilot training course, I had to organize my study schedule really well because uh, I joined ground school almost as it was ending. And so I had to cram all of the knowledge in like a month, whereas most people got like three months. So I had to organize uh, when I would study, what I would study for the exam. So I'd say that from the experience of applying for the course, I'd say that I've improved my organizational skills, which will hopefully help me as a flight commander. Uh, and the other leadership and teamwork skills that I've learned being uh, at level four last year, right, being a flight party commander with a drum major, uh, uh, being a flight sergeant in level four in the beginning of this year, I think you know the lessons I learned will help me now. Mm -hmm. And I'll definitely be talking to my seniors and asking them for advice, too. Yeah, me too. Same. Well, that sounds great. So, um, you are, um, you've been a mentor in drill for the cadets for the past few couple of years, but do you remember what it was like to be the mentee? Yeah, I, I vividly do. So, when I was in level one, my drill team commander was in level four, and back then I thought the sergeant was such a high rank, and he he has so much experience, and he had life all figured out. So I looked up to my drill commander quite a bit because he was really good at drill, and he was very passionate about it. Uh, I remember being really motivated and uh, excited about drill whenever my drill team commander would give speeches or being impressed at how knowledgeable he was at what he does. So I think that inspired me quite a bit to work very hard in drill and ceremony instructor course. Because I wanted to be like that sergeant from level four. And I wanted to be the leader that he was to me. So yeah, it, it definitely has an impact on me. And it motivates me to try to have that impact on my cadets as well. I think it's a cool cycle. Yeah, sounds great. So, do you remember any other? Do you do you have any low moments that really changed how you viewed cadets? Like, was there any part in your cadet career mm -hmm. where something happened that really changed how you looked at cadets? Right. This isn't particularly a low moment, but. When I was taking the drill and ceremonial instructor course, that's when uh, the way I viewed cadets changed quite a bit. Because like I was saying, uh, 
when I attended the course, that's when I started reminiscing about how my drill team commander in level one inspired me and how big of an influence that had on me as a cadet at that time because I love drill as a level three cadet. And that's when I realized that I needed to work hard in the drill and ceremonial instructor course, not only for myself, but for many of my future cadets as well. So I'd say that's when uh, I motivation in cadets changed quite a bit because up until drill and ceremonial instructor course, I was mostly motivated by uh, extrinsic stuff like awards and promotions uh, and not much for helping others, which is common, I'd say, because as a level three, you know, you don't get that, that many opportunities to lead. But I'd say that taking the instructor course has helped me quite a bit to view cadets differently and to get intrinsic motivation. Yeah, sounds great. Um, what? How many? How? How much do you think drill influences the trajectory of a cadet? Hmm, that's an interesting question. Drill. Uh, well, first of all, the obvious, people that are into drill tend to be uh, more interested by drill and uniform, and so they tend to have higher standards uh, in deportment, quickly. Uh, I've attended the basic aviation course as well, so I, I've seen a lot of people from that course. But it generally seems like the people who like drill to focus more on uh, specific standards, like and they often refer to the official documents that uh, state the standards, like the 201 drill manual or the address regulations. So I find that helpful in helping you to remember what the standards are. And uh, But personally, I found it a little bit annoying when people would like bicker about uh, which, standards, which standards were correct or uh, bickering about... Uh, which way they should do this because they also care about that, right? So I remember in level three, I I had really long hair and it was around four inches and I wore it as like a top bun like this in cadets because I thought I was funny. Uh, um, and one of my one of the people in my flag party were like, hey, that's not allowed. I was like, well, actually... Uh, it says it's allowed to have like half an inch of bulk or whatever. And so it's like technical details like that that tend to get uh, arguments going. But uh, overall, I, I think it's cool. Drill people are cool. Mm -hmm. uh, earlier you mentioned um, how like when you were in DCI, you went from being an extrinsically, an extrinsically motivated to connect to more of a intrinsically. Um, like when it comes to today, what are some of the things that motivate you intrinsically? And what kind of sparks joy when it comes to your cadet career and stuff like that? Something that motivates me these days is just knowing that the way I behave right now can have a profound impact on my cadets. Mm -hmm. And just knowing that that possibility is out there is kind of exciting. Uh, and, you know, maybe I won't reach that goal, but... Uh, just knowing that it's out there, that 
just have to find the right way to play my cards at, in order to help the, squ help the squadron and help the cadets. It was pretty exciting in my opinion. Sort of like, sort of, sort of just fun having that creative freedom. Like, you just know, you know, there is a possibility for you to do really, really well. And there is a possibility for you to make great change. And so uh, just knowing that in the back of my mind excites me. Yeah, it's yeah, because I like how you mentioned creative freedom. That's kind of how I like to look at it when it comes to media. Um, mm -hmm. And I think what we have in common is how we don't necessarily find it intimidating in terms of like our actions and how it can impact others, simply because yeah. we kind of know um, not exactly how to play our cards right, but uh, more or less um, how to like make the most out of our situations. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about a time in which, like, maybe, like, in DCI, that you felt a little bit low in someone else's attitude, whether it be a mentor or, like, a feather, not not feather, um, fellow mentee kind of made you feel a little bit better in terms of, like, your path and that you were doing okay? Because I know that DCI is a little... Mm. A little... <laughs> Hmm. I'd say I've sort of had an experience like that. Um, mm -hmm. It wasn't when I was down, but it was at the end of the course when my flight, flight staff were congratulating me and telling me that I'm going to do great. I found that pretty motivating because it felt like people that I looked up to uh, rooted for me and that they believed in me. And so that was pretty empowering. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, th I think that as senior cadets, we hold more more influence over our cadets just because of our age and rank uh, than we think. And so, you know, even if you don't have a leadership appointment right now, just taking the time to message people on the breakout, uh, the break room chat, or if you see cadets that are showing really good behavior on the parade square chat, you can message them and congratulate them. And that could mean the world for that cadet. So I think it's pretty cool. We just have different ways to empower our cadets. Yeah. Um, Sergeant Yuen, actually, uh, uh, what about you? Like, do you want to talk about, like, I guess what motivates you and excites you the most about finally being um, a senior cadet and different challenges that you might anticipate now that we're online and how to motivate other cadets, too? Yeah, I've never really, I've never really thought of that, um, personally, just because... Um, between school and cadets and everything else in life, it, it really hasn't been a thought in my mind, like, how can I impact other people? Mm -hmm. But thinking about it now, I think um, I'm, gonna, I'm going to make an impact uh, whether I realize it or not. So depending on, mm -hmm. so just depending on how I act, is it going to change how I get um, uh, my impact is made? So by that, I look towards you guys because you guys are my seniors. Uh, you guys are my mentors. And I look at um, you guys, look at what I like about, what I liked about you guys, what I didn't like about you guys, and how I can implement that into how I make my impact. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's um, a really nice perspective. I saw a quote one time on this book, and the guy was saying that leadership is caught almost like a virus, like a disease. 
it, it's almost caught because when you're around people that are really good leaders and you see what they're doing really well uh, and what about them is making them such a good leader, often you tend to pick it up yourself. I don't know, like how when you have a friend who says uh, a phrase a lot, you sometimes tend to catch up that phrase as well. Uh, so I feel like looking up to leaders is a good idea and observing what they do that's making them so great is a useful tool for making yourself a good leader too. Yeah, and it's always kind of nice to reflect on kind of like how you would do things differently. Because at the end of the day, it just makes you more well-rounded, yeah. And yeah. like I never drill. If it wasn't really for drill, I probably wouldn't have been able to follow instructions very well. Um, I think drill kind of trains your mind to like be disciplined in a certain way and um, mm -hmm. implement a sense of routine in your everyday life without you even knowing knowing it sometimes. Um, I think that's my favorite part of drill. And um, yeah, it's it's it was nice to have um, back then Flight Sergeant Quinn as my uh, flight commander with uh, Flight Sergeant Lee as well. So yeah, mm -hmm. I'm really happy about drill and how it's helped me because without that discipline and routine, I, I probably wouldn't have been a very strong cadet. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, before we end off, um, Andrew, I have just one more question for you. And that question would be, what is your advice for all the cadets out there regarding drill? Mm, I think about this for a moment. My advice regarding drill. Uh, whatever advice I give them, I, I think our cadets deserve for me to think about this a little harder, but off the top of my head, I would say to, first of all, try out all the opportunities that there are for drill, because usually the extracurricular uh, drill teams like the drill team or the flag party, which is actually happening virtually, uh, tend to have drill that's more that's, that's more unique to what we're doing in parade and that's more uh, fun because you're doing it with other people who are also passionate about drill and you're doing drill that tends to be more complicated like rifle drill or uh, f forms in drill team and so uh, trying out these opportunities even if you try them out for a couple weeks and then decide that they aren't for you, uh, can really help you to enjoy cadets or overall. I think that goes for the other programs as well. The more the more you try out the things that are that the squadron provides you, the more, more rewarding that the cadet experience can be for you. Even if you decide that they're not for you, it doesn't hurt to try. Well, that's great. Well, um, that ends off this episode of Beyond the Blue. I'm Nathan. This is Flight Sergeant Kamani, and... This was Andrew, or and... Flight Sergeant On. Well, that's all, of a, that's all we got for you for now. So until next time, we'll see you on the other side of the blue.